Hey, good morning, folks. Good to see you on this morning. I hope you're all well on this uh, fabulous Friday. Let us know. Uh, let us know where you're dialing in from. I can see a few online right now. Brendan, good to see you, mate. Give us a shout out in the chat. Who's uh, who's in the house today? Let us know. Um, got Aaron there. Aaron, how are you, mate? Good to see you. <laughs> yeah, Brendan. Uh, hey, they're at it, Brendan, aren't they? Hey, they're at it. The the governments are absolutely having a crack, aren't they? The windfall tax. Yeah, very cheeky. And uh, Brendan, all of the governments are going to, uh, all of the state governments are going to have a go. You can see it already. The national government's having a go. They're having a look at, hey, we've got this deficit, you know, isn't it funny? They created the deficit by giving them money away like drunken sailors. Um, and now they want to tax us because they uh, they didn't manage that stuff very well. It blows me away anyway. There you go. Somehow it's our fault, um, Brendan. But uh, there you go. Thankfully, smart investors like you and me, we get ahead of the curve, folks. Most Unfortunately, most Aussies, most you know regular everyday Aussies, don't even know what's going on until it's too late. So, um, you know, I'm glad that you are um, on the ball. Hey, morning. They're at in the long haul. Yep. Buy well, don't sell, mate. I love it. Fantastic. Good to hear from you. Got James up there from Townsville. Um, good to see you, James. Good to have you in the house. Um, as we roll along, listen, folks, um, plenty going on uh, in the world of property investing. So I'll dive into it this morning because I don't think we have a lot of time. Well, you know, we might have time, but I do tend to uh, wrap it on a little bit. Um, But uh, what's going on? Let's do a quick poll in the chat right now, Um, you know, for for, let's call it a headwind. Let's call it an issue we might be facing in the world of property investing or the real estate game. What are the major, what are the two main issues out there when it comes to, uh, you know, property price and stability right now of the, of the real estate market? Now, play with me right now. This would be the two things. There would be two things, two things that are holding, you know, the general populace back from, you know, taking action in the property market. And, you know, that might mean, you know, buying their homes. Um, buying an investment property or so on. There's two things. Well, let's call them a headwind as investors. Give me a shout out in the chat. Put it in the chat. Two things right now that um, that uh, we that that are affecting the market, slowing the market down a little bit per se, uh, which I think is going to change sometime real soon. That's what we're going to sort of talk about this morning. But uh, boom, there are two things. You're dead right. Tim's on it. Fear, certainly, certainly, Bryce. Fear, but fear of what? What? What's? What's something tangible that's happening out there that uh, that's holding people back? So the interest rates, interest rates for sure, uh, media hype, and they're they're hyping up what? They're hyping up inflation, right? So inflation. So both of these things, interest rates and inflation, hyping up fear accelerated by the media and misinformation, interest rates and inflation. So, you know, what else is going our way as property investors? Well, what what are we looking at when it comes to, you know, 
these indicators, and we're going to talk about this in a minute. I'm going to show you. I'm going to. I'm going to link in, folks, that uh, we we've already started the next cycle. I've already been talking about this for about three or four months, um, because the rent boom has been happening for ages. Rents up, boom, Tim. And this is interesting. You know, as an investor, you've got to be able to separate each of the pieces and understand how they affect each other. Rents are going ballistic, ballistic. And uh, that with interest rates high and rents not really high enough yet, I'm calling it, they're going to go up even further. It's a great time to purchase. It's a buyer's market per se as in the pricing, but there are a lot of buyers out there. So anyway, I'm going to get on with it this morning. What's going on? Because we've got these drivers. We've got two things holding us back, but here's what's happening. Here's here's something that's pretty interesting. Uh, Housing market shows that the rate hikes aren't working. Now, again, this is the media carrying on like pork chops. You know, the RBA is not particularly targeting housing like directly, oh, house prices have gone up, so we want to stop that. No, that's not how it works, folks. That's not what they do directly. What they are doing is trying to slow down inflation, right, inflation. And unfortunately, they don't look past some very basic parameters that they have to work in. They don't go out to open homes. They don't go try and rent a property in their ivory bloody towers. Um, you know, in their comfortable homes, these politicians owning two principal place of residence homes tax-free, you know, um, with their government supers protected for life, et cetera. You know, anyway, don't get me started on that. Uh, and, you know, muck around with the market or the the market forces that are affecting things. However, let's talk about what I want to talk about this morning is that um, – the house prices are showing early signs of recovery. We had a little dip in um, momentum of growth and, you know, there was, uh, look, check out these things. I'm going to go here first. You know, the great housing crash. You know, that's fuck the media. The great housing crash. Now, any any person who has any common sense, you know, uh, unfortunately, Common sense ain't that common. <laughs> common sense ain't that common, folks. The great housing crash, which was a bunch of bullshit, great housing crash. Um, you know, it should it should read like after record capital growth, a small adjustment in housing prices because of serviceability and interest rates going up is over. Right? That's what it should read. But what it says is the great housing, fucking great housing crash. Anyway, move on, Jason. Listen, great housing crash, bullshit, right? We can see in lots of stats, lots of information, which is good quality everyday information, not three and six months behind, that, um, you know, the the house, house price direction on average was adjusting. I did this one the other day, and if you guys remember this, I know Tim was there and um, a few of you were all online when I said this the other day. What did I say here? And this was in January 
What did I say? What did I say? Oh, it was in February, like in the middle of February. What did I say? I said, hey, listen, we're seeing prices go up on the weekly asking price. This is a website called SQM Research. We're seeing asking prices go up. So I think we're going to see some price some price increases. And these small downs, by the way, have slowed down by about half or have retracted, you know, between 50 and 70% um, slowing down in, the, in that direction. But Sydney posted a positive increase, a positive increase in the average house price, right? Um, and uh, there you go. So listen, folks, things are happening, right? The rolling quarter change. You can see, you know, what uh, product type right now is changing, is affecting or helping this marketplace at the moment and its apartments and not because they're apartments, because they're cheaper, right? Tell me in the chat, you know, like I said the other day with this, the gap, see this gap here? Um, the gap between, the gap between, this is the nation, by the way, this this is the whole nation, so this uh, this data. So the gap between apartment prices and average house prices, folks, you know, is massive in comparison to if we go sort of there. I don't know. That, does that look like half? It's 50, 40 to 50% more expensive. Yep. Three-bedroom apartments are huge, Tim. And that's one that you got to watch, folks. Three-bedroom apartments when we have 4 million, 4 million, the wealthiest Australians ever to retire, 4 million of them going to retire in the next 10 years, all right? Um, and, Sam, and Sam talks about, Sam talks about this, uh, the greatest wealth transfer in Australia's history. Matter of fact, it's going to be worldwide, but um, here you go. So, I mean, it's at least 40% more expensive to buy a house when the interest rates go up pretty significantly. People can't afford this price there, so they're back in these prices. I mean, that's, I mean, shivers. Didn't they learn that at Economics 101 at uni? Didn't they go to uni? Don't they understand this stuff? Supply and demand. People want the properties. There's more properties or there's more people that want the properties than there's properties. We've got the worst supply, the, the worst undersupply we've ever seen. They're not, I mean, the prices aren't going to go down like in any significant way for too long. Uh, but here's one of those indicators, ladies and gents. Um, here's what's happening, right? Here's what's happening. Indicator, the December to January inflation figures, right, um, have gone down a percent. Now, that's good news. That's good news. And it takes some time. It takes some time for this this data to come in. So what happens? Uh, are they going to are they going to slow down the interest rate rises? No, there's probably going to be two more. We've already talked about this. You and I have known about the general gist of interest rates for over six months, ladies and gents, folks. Like, if you've been listening to what uh, our morning chats and um, wealth, wine, and wisdom, myself, Andy Fenton, and I. Hey, listen, just a quick one tonight. Andy Fenton and I are going to dive deep into this stuff uh, on wealth, wine, and wisdom. Uh, and we're doing it at 5 o'clock Queensland time because Andy's flying up um, for my 50th birthday party. So there you go. It's my party and I'll 
start wealth, wine, and wisdom when I want to. <laughs> Five o'clock Queensland time. It's going to be six o'clock everywhere else, folks. So just so everyone knows, just for this week, join me. Hopefully you'll be home by that stage. We'll have had a wine or two and we'll, we'll, we'll dine out on what these politicians are up to, greedy, grubbing, bloody hell. Anyway, folks, inflation is down. What will follow next? If we get one more inflation reduction, which is likely, let's say in March or April we see inflation coming down, we'll get one or two more interest rate rises and that'll be it'll, – it'll slow down. That, that's the general gist of it, right? But what's going on? Is it going to stop house prices, folks? This is the question. Is it going to stop house prices? No, it's not. Why? Well, I mean, any anyone who likes a, a little bit of data, right? Anyone who likes a bit of evidence, like Brendan, you know, let's just let's just have a look at some evidence, some real data evidence that you that you can rely on. There's a number of places that I like to cross check my data, right? Um, but, you know, I'll give you a, a quick list of them. Uh, RP data, they're not, they're not the only ones, okay? Uh, I like SQM Research. SQM Research has got great live data, like weekly data from listings and open homes around the country. Not, they're fantastic. Um, uh, Charter, uh, Keck Kramer for supply. Like they are, they're the creme de la creme folks. Um and a guy called Andrew Wilson who analyzes things a bit differently and really nails the property market. So there's there's our 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 places. But check this out. Listings, new listings for sale, like down significantly on uh on last year. On last year, 13% down, 13% less existing property listings, folks. So 13% less on an already disastrous supply chain. Like, I mean, seriously, come on. And, uh, you know, the, pro- the, 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 the uh, <laughs> what was the word? The great housing crash. Yeah, wake up and smell the roses, mate. You don't know what you're talking about, right? Um, great housing crash, my ass. Right, so we've got supply down, right? Not only, like, existing sellers selling, is the lowest we've had in like a decade. Uh, we've got now a population boom underway. The net result um, since uh, since early 2022 now is 500,000, right? 500,000 net result people in the country. So, we're at, we're at the worst supply we've ever had for existing sales. We're the worst supply we've ever had for existing properties to rent on the market. And check out this. This is the nail in the coffin, folks. I'm telling you right now, they haven't even started talking about the disaster we are in the middle of when it comes to the supply of our real estate market. You know, there's a few things talking about, oh, you know, rent's going up and people can't afford it. It is only just getting started because check this out, right? This is the number of properties. Now, I'm not talking about approvals because that's even worse right now. Uh, I did that the other day. Um, I did that the other day, folks, right? Let's just check out Sydney. 17,000 apartments. So houses are always low 
So we do apartments because the apartments is the only way you can supply a city with residential real estate, folks. You're not going to build houses, right? It's too hard to supply lots of houses. So here's what's going to happen. By 2025, which is two years away, have a look at the reduction, folks, the reduction in the market right now. Now, that is, do the math. I should have done some percentages. Somebody do 2,800 divided by 14,000 for me. Um, of 2,800 uh, divided by 14,000 equals, it's going to fall 80%. Supply is going to fall 80%. We already see the future, ladies and gents. This is the thing where where the real estate market is slow. Right, so you cannot. It is impossible, impossible, to change the next two to three years in the supply chain in any of these markets right now. It's impossible. Like you tell me how. You tell me how you can wave a magic wand and build fifteen thousand properties in Sydney um, from today. Tell me how you're going to do it. Has anybody got yeah, – yes, it should be the supply cliff. That's, that's exact, dead right. Right. Tell me how you're going to do it. It's not going to happen, folks. I'm getting fired up today. <laughs> I'm telling you. I don't understand why people don't understand this. It drives me insane. The interest rates are a distraction. Yes, the cost of life you have to make sure you manage. Yes, you do. Like I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, and that's not the discussion I'm having. The discussion I'm having is about you and your investment property wealth and your portfolio. And I'm telling you right now, if you sit on your hands for the next couple of years waiting to see what happens, the price you are going to pay for something else in the future is going to be significantly more, significantly more. The price of inaction, if you are an investor right now, is going to cost you between Fifty and probably $200,000. That's my call right now because the supply, population, explosion, nothing to rent, no existing properties or the lowest resales of existing properties on the market, uh, population coming in and supply falling, disaster. Have a look at this. 17,000 to 2,800. Now, Melbourne's a little bit better. It's only going to fall 60%. It's going to fall 60% from an already all-time record disastrous supply. <laughs> That's right. And you're like, because if you, if you take these numbers just now, you go, oh, well. Now, even, even, even Gold Coast, you go, oh, Gold Coast is not going to go down much. Mate. There's nothing, there's nothing being constructed. Like it's ludicrous to even, even like you can't even comprehend these numbers in as they are, right? As they are. Brisbane, check out Brisbane, folks. Check out Brisbane. Uh, Gary, the, the housing chart, um, mate, l- l- let me quickly see if I can add that for you because people always ask this, but uh, with housing, Gary, you just can't supply it. It doesn't matter how doesn't matter how much you do with housing. Um, let me see if I can do this. All right, give me a second, Gary, because um, I'll try and I'll try and um, show you about housing, man. 
Uh, let me see where I've got a I've got another graph on housing. Do, do, do. Anyway, I might do that one. I might pull that one up t- tomorrow for you, Gary. Um, but you just can't supply. Yeah, I'll use this one for a second. So in here, uh, let me see. This could be. This is Dr. Andrew Wilson. Um, he does uh, a lot of good stuff, right? Like I said before. Right, so these are the approvals, Gary. So normally with houses, you know, since 2013, houses, no matter what happens, see this is the last boom we had in supply. Um, houses are difficult to supply, right? So normally they go like this. Uh, all good, Gary. We did have a little bubble here of housing housing approvals, but does anyone know um, anyone know why that happened? That was for owner occupiers, folks. Owner ox, right? Uh, and that that's when the government gave away free money. I did that one the other day. Um, but right now, twenty five percent of this supply here, which is pretty close to the the, the extras, right? So this this amount is is normal seventy five thousand, right? So we had an extra twenty five thousand, um, Gary. Um, and who said it uh, before? Someone said their builders going broke, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so too many builders. Check this out. Too many builders going broke, right? So, Gary, what's happened? Even though we had a a, a good bump in supply, twenty five percent, well, approvals. Our builders, folks. This is the thing. This was drives me insane. You know, we have twenty five percent more. Houses needed to be built in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, wake up and smell the roses, government. In the middle of a pandemic, we don't have enough people to build the houses we have already, right? In the middle of a pandemic, let's, here's an idea, let's get another 25,000 houses on the go that we couldn't possibly build in the middle of the world's worst supply chain disaster. That'll fix the country. No, it didn't. Anyway, man, I tell you what, like, yeah, anyway, yeah, like we're, we're competing for the Olympics. Melbourne's got the biggest public infrastructure project ever in Australia's history. The Commonwealth Games are in, I mean, seriously, did anyone do any research? No. Let's just throw money at the Aussies, Aussie public uh, and give them some houses because that'll work. And then later on, we'll tax them. We'll get their supers. We'll put all these taxes up. Well, someone's got to pay for it. Fucking hell. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, Gary, mate, um, if you can see, like, houses, like, in, in normal times, Gary, you just cannot oversupply house markets, like, or even, like, ramp up supply. You, you can't do it. Um, uh, hopefully that answered your question, folks. I'm using this one here because this is the only hope. The only hope we have, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is to get the medium density market up and running, right? It's a disaster, folks. Anyway, I think I've gone over. I got. I, I did get a bit passionate today, Gary. <laughs> Telling you, I mean. Anyway, listen. I didn't go to university. I didn't study for study for friggin' ten years economics and all that sort of stuff. And I can see fucking blind Freddie can see that. You know, you've got a supply chain. I listen. I saw it. I was calling it, folks. In 2018, right? Go back and, and watch my videos. Um, go back and watch them. 
because it's really easy when you are actually a for real person with real estate experience and you go to open homes uh, and you go and try and rent things and you go try and buy things and you go, holy shit, the market's just got rubbish on the market. It's difficult for people. You know, I one of my businesses is a property management business. We manage over 1,200, 1,200 properties. Every day I get a feel for what's going on, a feel, a real feel where, you know, there's turkey that's sitting in, you know, uh, a 30-storey building in Sydney writing an article, wouldn't know his bum from his ear. When was the last time he, like, heard from 1,200 renters? When was the last time he had, you know, 500 open homes on the weekend and heard from people trying to buy a property? Never. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Anyway, there you go. Uh, I better I better go. I've got a lot to talk about tonight. Make sure you join me and Andy Fenton at 5 p.m. Queensland time, 6 p.m. everywhere else. We're going to dive deeper into this tonight. I'll probably get on another roll, a bit of a rant. Um, but, folks, mark my words. I've told you this a number of times. We are already underway in the next market cycle. Uh, we are in the middle of, the, uh, of a supply disaster we have never seen in Australia's history. The government... Um, all the government's doing is worrying about how they can adjust the budget for later and trying to steal your bloody super shitheads. Um, mate, I'm telling you, it ain't going to get any better. What side of the coin are you going to be on? Are you going to wait a year or two and then pay $100,000 more and be late to the party? Or are you going to take a calculated decision now because interest rates are high and everyone's scared? You're going to get your foot on property now and you're going to be in the driver's seat in two to three years' time. I can tell you right now, that's what I'm doing. That's what my clever clients are doing. You're going to be in the driver's seat. Anyway, folks, hey, thanks for the shout-outs, team. Yep, my birthday. It was actually on it was on Sunday um, uh, last week, but um, I'm going to go up and having a bit of a get-together with a few friends um, up in uh, up in Brizzy, actually. So there you go. Um Thanks, Tim and Brendan. Yeah, some of the regionals um, are booming as well. Yeah, I, shit, Tim. Like, I mean, that's another one. Um, oh, Brendan. I'll do, it's cheaper to buy in the city, Brendan, than it is in the regional, <laughs> in, in the in the local regionals anyway. Anyway, uh, I, I've gone over today. I was on a roll. It's Friday. Yeah, there you go. All right, folks, Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Join me tonight for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, like I said, 5 p.m. And uh, that's it. We're done. You guys be awesome. If I don't see you tonight, have an awesome weekend. See you next week for another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye.